You're listening to Turn Down the Noise, a focus on your finances. I'm your host, Orlando Houston, a financial consultant with Equitable Advisors. Our finances are a part of our lives that typically go overlooked. There's so much noise out there that a lot of times it's hard for us to make a decision. During my podcast, I'm going to help you think about your finances in a way that is going to help you make informed decisions. Making small changes in the way we think about our finances can lead to a big impact on our future. Orlando Houston offers securities through Equitable Advisors, LLC, New York, New York, 212-314-4600. Member FINRA, SIPC, Equitable Financial Advisors in Michigan and Tennessee. Annuity and insurance products offered through Equitable Network, LLC. This podcast is provided for educational purposes only and not an endorsement or recommendation of any product or service. Hey, everyone. Well, today we are going to talk about tips to pay off your credit card debt. How many of you felt that you will never pay off your debt? There's no light at the end of the tunnel. You have no idea where to start. You have multiple credit cards from various companies. Over the years, I've talked to so many people that are in debt up to their eyeballs, and they explained to me that they have no idea how they got that far in the hole, and they don't see a way out. Now, personally, I believe that debt's a thief. Not only will credit card companies allow you to keep accumulating debt, some credit card companies tack on very high interest rates. The interest rates charged on the credit card can be thought of as a penalty. And if you can't afford to pay more than the minimum payment, you may end up paying double the amount of money that you borrow. I have several clients that told me that they didn't even consider the interest rate on the credit card when they applied. They looked at the amount of money that they could borrow and they took the bait. Now, most of us know that getting into debt is very easy, but getting out is really hard and debt stresses most people out. The thought of delaying a payment on any item at times seems like a good idea. Companies are constantly trying to sell us something. You know, one day I was watching TV and I literally counted the amount of credit card commercials that came on. And about 40% of those commercials were geared to getting some type of credit card whether it be delaying payment for a car or a home or a fixture that you may need to do to your home. Now, even though some of those 12 to 18 month payment delays seems like a good idea, be careful. You don't want to bite off more than you can chew because eventually you're going to have to pay off that debt. And it seems like credit card companies are ratcheting up their efforts to make us apply for a credit card. It seems like during the coronavirus epidemic that we're in, we're seeing a lot more of that. And a lot of people, they're laid off. They've had their hours reduced. Majority of us, we're working from home. You know, we're on the internet more. We're watching more TV. If you have multiple credit cards, adding another credit card is probably not a good idea. Now, I understand that life throws us a lot of curveballs and unforeseen events. But if you could find another way to pay for an item without going into debt, then in my opinion, you should. Now, credit cards do not have equity. They're not like a house. You can't sell that credit card back to the company. Now, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of credit cards out there that you can apply for 
that have 0% interest rates, but you should read the fine print. The 0% interest rate on the credit card may only be valid for a period of time. And if you don't pay off that credit card in that certain amount of time, the interest rates will be tacked on to the amount that you borrow. Some credit cards entice us to take these credit cards out with points with discounts from third-party companies. And like I said, it could really be enticing because basically you spend money and you get points, maybe in the form of money, to some other product or service that you can get through a third party. When I was younger, I rented furniture from a business that offered an option to rent to own at a 0% interest rate. And at first I was really diligent with paying that monthly bill. I was staying on track. However, I didn't set up a monthly auto draft. And unfortunately, I missed one payment. And just that one payment that I missed made the interest on the credit card add to the balance that I took out. And I had to pay almost double the amount of money that I actually spent on the furniture. I called the credit card company and they told me that I had a few options. I can either pay the increased amount I could pay the credit card off all at once, or I can give the furniture back. And that one payment that I missed through everything that I had planned for out the door. And that's the only lesson that I needed on the importance of paying attention to how much the payment that I'm making is, not missing a payment, and the interest rate that you have to pay for when you take out the credit card. Now, let's look at an example of the difference between paying the minimum on a credit card versus paying more than a minimum. A credit card company offers a credit card with a $2,000 balance and a 14% annual percentage rate. Paying the minimum of $43.33 a month will cause $1,833 in interest and take over 14 years to pay it off. If you instead pay $100 a month and make no future changes, you'll pay $291 in interest, saving yourself more than $1,500 in interest. Now, if paying the extra 57 some odd bucks per month isn't going to break the bank, then you're definitely going to save a lot of money. The credit card company isn't going to call you and beg you to pay the extra money on your debt. I mean, after all, they're a business. They have money to make. And I don't think they're going to get upset with you paying almost double the amount of money that you borrow. I've noticed over the years that credit card companies are getting more transparent with the impact of paying additional money on your balance. On the website of the credit card that I have, they have a calculator that shows me if I pay off or if I pay more money on my debt, I will be able to save X amount of dollars in interest. And there's other websites and other tools you can use as well. However, if you do have a credit card, I'm sure it's easier for you to locate that calculator on the website. You can set up your bank account to auto pay your credit cards on a monthly basis. Like I was telling you before, it's really important to do. This will not only help you to pay off your debt, it will also help to build your credit score because now you are continuously paying on that debt without missing a payment. And I'll talk about how to build your credit score up in another episode. But building your credit is very important unless you wanna pay cash for everything. 
The credit card companies, they start very early with attempts to make us want to apply for a credit card. I recall my first year in college, I received an envelope saying that I was pre-approved for $3,000. And at the time, $3,000 was a lot less than what I borrowed for tuition. Heck, $3,000 is a lot less than what most people have to pay for tuition now. I thought, what the heck, another $3,000 can be used for some bill that I had to pay. As many of us know, when you're young, you're in college, more than likely you're broke. You're just struggling to get by. So I applied for the credit card. I spent the $3,000 in a matter of weeks. As I said earlier, it's very easy to get in debt, but it can be really hard to get out. As the years went on, I applied for two more credit cards. Back then, I didn't consider the interest rate charged on the debt. My main focus was getting my hands on the money, and I planned to pay it off right after I graduated. Well, after I graduated, that didn't happen because I got a bill from the institution that I borrowed money from. I had to worry about three credit cards at that time, plus the student debt that I had to pay back. And that's when it hit me. I fell into the trap. My focus was to pay off the credit cards as quickly as I could. But as I stated before, I didn't consider the interest rates on the three cards. My average interest rate was nearly 19%. Hopefully you're not in that same boat, but unfortunately many of us are in that boat. Now to get out of credit card debt, I use a strategy that a lot of people may have used before, not sure, but I'll share it with you anyway. So it's called the snowball effect. Now, if you grew up in a state like I grew up in, you probably had snow in the winters. If you keep rolling a snowball in the snow, eventually that little snowball is going to turn to a big snowball. Well, that's the same type of effect that paying off your smaller credit cards first can have on getting rid of your debt. For example, you have five credit cards. They all have different balances and interest rates. You are making extra payments on all your credit cards in efforts to try to pay the debt off quicker, which a lot of times seems like a good idea. While this will help you pay off those cards quicker, you may still end up paying on the credit cards more than you had to. So instead of paying more on all those credit cards, take the additional money that you're you're putting on those four credit cards and add it to the smallest, which will be the fifth credit card balance that you have. Once you've paid off that smallest credit card, take that full amount of money that you paid on that card and add it to the next smallest credit card. You should notice that you're paying off your credit cards quicker. Don't fall into the trap of taking that money that now is freed up from that one credit card and going out and spending it because now you're defeating the purpose of the snowball effect. Now, this strategy can work for you if you remain disciplined and you're committed to paying off your debt. Another strategy is called debt consolidation. Now, you really got to be careful and do your due diligence when consolidating your debt. With this strategy, you can combine all your credit cards into one credit card. And a lot of credit card companies or a credit union will allow you to consolidate your debt. But you may have to pay a fee if you want to do that. If you can find a debt issuer that is offering a lower interest rate than you are currently paying on your lowest credit card, you'll end up paying a less amount of money than you initially owed. Debt consolidation has helped a lot of people get out of debt quicker. The lender benefits from the interest rate that you pay them, and you benefit from saving money on the debt owed by paying a lesser interest rate. Now, these tips may sound great, but I know a lot of people 
don't have or it's hard to find that extra money to pay on those credit cards. You may want to consider reducing the amount of money that you're contributing to your employer's retirement plan or some other investment. And I've advised several of my clients to reduce their monthly retirement savings in order to get out of debt quicker. Obviously, this method is not a long-term method. Whenever you get out of debt, if you're using this method, you should put that money right back into your retirement plan or whatever investment you stop contributing to in order to pay your debt. Don't take that money and start buying other things, putting that money back into your pocket. Hopefully what I shared with you today was helpful and you'll implement some of these strategies with your own finances. The idea of deferring debt or spending borrowed money may sound like a really good idea. However, you have to read the fine print, do your due diligence and getting out of debt may not be the easiest thing in the world, but you must start somewhere in order to make a change. If you'd like to schedule a time to discuss your finances, you can contact me directly at 412-521-1660, option four. You can also email me at orlando.houston at equitable.com or visit my website, www.orlandohouston.com. Remember, small changes in the way we think about our finances can lead to big impacts on our future. Orlando Houston offers securities through Equitable Advisors, LLC, New York, New York, 212-314-4600. Member FINRA, SIPC, Equitable Financial Advisors in Michigan and Tennessee. Annuity and insurance products offered through Equitable Network, LLC. This podcast is provided for educational purposes only and not an endorsement or recommendation of any product or service. (laughs) 